Hey everyone, it's Lauren and Mark. Welcome to another edition of the Loose Lugs Racing Podcast. We have some great stuff in store. Let's get to it. All right. Hello, Loose Lug Nation, and today we have episode 41 for you. Mark, when I think of the 41, I think of Kurt Busch, Ricky Craven, Steve Grissom, Cole Custer, who's currently in the car, Jimmy Spencer, among a few there. I know you have some as well. Yeah, hi, buddy. Uh, 41. How about Scott Stankina up in uh, Norway, up that way? Um I guess the ultimate 41 that I think of is, uh, it's kind of unfortunate, was Jason Johnson, the World of Outlaws uh, racer who was tragically killed down at Beaver Dam 2018. He was number 41. And ironically, he was 41 years old. So uh, I'm going to give a salute out to his family and friends, and, and we'll, uh, we'll dedicate that to J- Jason Johnson. Man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I remember getting that news happens at Beaver Dam, which isn't too far from us. Uh, that team's still going strong today, still doing well, but a guy who is missed a lot there. Yeah. Did you uh, did you say Curtis Turner on 41 too? That's an oldie but goodie with an old Ford, you know. But uh, 41, not a much popular number, especially at the local level, man. You don't see many 41s around here. Yeah, especially at the local level, you're right. Uh, yep, Casey Mears, Reed Sorensen, you mentioned Curtis Turner, all iconic in the 41 there. Yeah, yeah, so. But otherwise, Cole, Cole Custer keeps it going today. <laughs> That's about the only thing I know what's going on today on the 41. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? He's uh, he's doing well. Yeah, yeah, he's doing well. He's holding his own. Um, you know, he's got good teammates and good equipment. So, um, yeah, I think he's doing well enough to hang around in the sport. Absolutely. Well, let's recap, uh, starting with the Camping World Truck Series at Las Vegas. Uh, unfortunately, Derek Krause was looking well early, but has some power issues. Uh, you'll hear in a little bit here. They still aren't exactly sure what happened. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, yeah, he lasted only a 10, 12 laps or something like that. And then all of a sudden, yeah, they came back from commercial break and he was on pit road, like a oh, bummer, you know, um, looked like he was a little, uh, squirrely, but so was the other, a lot of the other guys, man, that, that track gets dusty. You know, when they started all out, they try to clean that track, but there's sand in the air down there. And that, that makes for a little bit of a, uh, interesting start to the races down there on a, on a sandy racetrack. Yeah. That put him eight laps down. Uh, but he was able to stay eight laps down, but you'll hear from him in just a little while. Uh, really, uh, John Hunter Nemechek goes on and wins stage one, pretty kosher stage one. Uh, then it was Creed, Crafton, Kyle Busch, Friesen, Eckes, Gillen, Rhodes, Chandler Smith, and Grant Ingfinger, who was in the Cody Rohrbaugh machine. That came together late, and Camping World put together some sponsorship for a lot of guys, including Grant Ingfinger. Yeah, for sure. Um, boy, on that green racetrack, and they, they took the tires off of Crafton's truck, man, and the cords were sticking out. Wow. Um, you know, they said it would get better as the race went on, but uh, there wasn't much left of that, <laughs> that right tire that they popped off that 88 truck. No, there was not. Major cording. Unbelievable. Uh, and they talked about the camber a little bit affecting that, but, you know, the camber, you know, if you can get away with a little cording like that and not be able to explode the tire or have it go flat that can make you faster so there's uh there's a little bit there that can that can help you out but it's a risk reward situation for sure well just don't let the driver know about it huh (laughs) absolutely absolutely well let's talk about camping world for a second because they sponsored uh 10 or so drivers there uh Marcus Lemonis, who I have sent him a few things. We can't thank him enough for what he does for people in need and the sport of racing. First off, they sponsor the Camp and World Truck Series. Then he puts out this post saying, any unsponsored driver 
we'll give sponsorship too. I think it started out with ten or fifteen thousand, and then if you're in the top ten, it goes up. Top five goes up. Win it goes up even further. Uh, just incredible. You sponsors guys like uh, you saw Sheldon Creed with it on. Um, uh, many of other drivers, Grand Enfinger, we just mentioned. Um, just so many teams in need of that. That was uh, it was incredible. And Marcus Lemonis does such a, a good job at doing things like this to keep the sport going and people in need in general. Uh, kudos to to him and Camp World and all the businesses that he's involved in. Yeah, Grand Enfinger and uh, Klingerman, you know, they finished 7th, 8th, respectfully, and they raked in over $15,000, man. That'll sure help their programs out. So, pretty, yeah, pretty cool uh, sponsorship. Uh, they all had the same colors, but uh, different kinds of stripes on them make it look a little bit different. But, uh, uh, yeah, really a cool thing that just goes on with that sponsorship, man. Yeah, absolutely. And Jordan Anderson was another. Jesse Awuji was able to hop in a truck. He was another. Uh, just about 10 or so drivers that he did this for. He's going to do it for the uh, NHRA too. So, uh, man, just hats out to him. We we can't thank him enough for what he does for the sport and people in need. Uh, I try to tell him that on social media a few times just to give him a heads up to let us know that fans appreciate seeing that too because without sponsors and without people like him and the teams and the drivers, we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing, Mark, and being a fan or talking about it. Yep, the sport would dry up, man, if the sponsorship goes away. So, yep, kudos to him. Yep. Uh, well, stage two, again, pretty uh, pretty good stage two. Kyle Bush gets the win there. Then Nemechek, Friesen, Crafton, Rhodes, Austin Hill, Grand Infinger, David Gilliland, uh, Eckes, and Ankrum round out your top ten there. Yeah, lap 69, you know, Connor Daly. Um, kind of maybe not too much experience. Um, or corrected a little bit, and he pummeled the wall and turned to a little bit of a fire. Scary incident. Uh, you know, the race was uh, sponsored by Blue Emu, and Michael Waltrip says maybe they should give some to him because he's going to need it the next day. <laughs> being, being sort of to hit the wall as hard as he did. Wow, what a wreck that was. Yeah, and he was very honest in his interview. He was in pretty much what we would call a sucker hole where – he was in the middle of three wide and it just snapped on him and he overcorrected and it caught and he went hard with that right front into the, into the wall, bad angle there. Happy to see him get out. No real issues there. Um, but you know, I hope to see him back again because he has a lot of talent IndyCar too. He gets in and uh, that's where he's known from. And he doesn't uh, get the sponsorship to run full season the last few times. He was able to hop in with Nice and do a few of these. Travis Pastrana did it with him last time. Um, Connor Daly is a heck of a talent and such a great guy with the fans and all that stuff. Uh, man, I hope to see him back and glad that he was okay. Yeah, it's just, you know, just like the air, just how the air moved on that truck, you know, and, you know, um, you're sitting there and you're trying to correct it, and then finally the, it bites, and all of a sudden it takes off on you. And wow, oh, yeah, he hit the wall a ton, and it was good to see him walk away from that one. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, uh, a few more incidents that happened in the final stage here. Uh, Lassard wasn't clear at one point, uh, came down on David Gilliland. That started a, a bigger wreck. Uh, Tyler Hill got spun and collected Corey Roper, who went hard into the wall. On the front stretch, that was a hard hit as well. Yeah, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, when uh, Corey Roper, when he hit the wall with 20 to go driver's side first, man, that is that is nasty when you pancake flush, you know, on a wall like that. Kind of scary incident. Hey, uh, what about uh, what about Kyle Busch saving it with a right rear flat while he's at full speed, but then he gets down on pit road and he spins and there's – People that made accusations that he did that on purpose. Um, I went and watched the replay a few times, and you can actually see that back tire kind of buckle up underneath there. Uh, but there's um, people that actually asked Kyle about it, and he wouldn't admit to it because I'm sure he would get a penalty if he did admit that he purposely uh, spun. But I, I think it was just uh, the tire buckled and he spun out and uh, hey, he lost a lap there on that whole incident. And he wasn't too happy on the radio either. Yeah, you know, it's so hard to tell what's on purpose, what's not. 
Uh, that flat tire, yes, he saved it there. But as you know, the apron slick, it's the left rear tire. You need some grip to drive off. Of it. Ah, I don't know. It was a heck of a save, as you mentioned before, but so hard to say. And you say, you know, look at his hands on the uh, looking back angle. But still, he's, you know, that car is probably booting out a little bit where he's having to wheel it a little bit. I don't know. There's nothing good that can come from him answering questions about it. So I don't blame him for not answering. Some people want to say he didn't answer because he did it. But if I'm him, either way, nothing good comes from it. So he didn't want to answer it. It is it is what it is. Uh, I don't yeah. blame him at all. I don't, I don't definitely don't want to say it was on purpose or not. I don't know. He's going to be the only one that knows. Um, it happened. That's how I look at it. it happened. Move on. Um, yeah. Uh, and let's yeah. move on. <laughs> there was people that were pointing fingers at it, you know, and it brought up some conversation about that. But then when they had the big pile up, you know, in, in uh, turn one, you know, and Lassard definitely wasn't clear. He just like, you know, and then they talked about being on the radio. Sometimes the driver uh, thinks that he's uh, going to clear himself. Uh, the spotter definitely came on and said, I did not clear him. Um, Kyle got his lap back on that incident, so it worked out for him there. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, and you know what? Kyle puts on a show, too, so it was fun to watch him come back through. Uh, but there was also contact when they were four wide down the backstretch. Uh, Anderson and Ancrum get the worst of it. Looked like Purdy got loose and up into Kligerman. Uh, then he, after the contact, he came down on Anderson, and Ancrum had nowhere to go. Um a lot of action there in the final stage. Yeah, it was boom, boom, boom. Anchorman had nowhere to go. You know, you'll have that four wide, you know, and you know, when one's bumping off the other one, and, yep, he just got uh, just smeared right out the back stretch, had nowhere to go, and wrong place, wrong time for him. Yeah, sure was. Uh, well, John Hunter Nemechek goes on to win. Very emotional interview. Um, you know, his wife's also pregnant at home, so they're going to be on Baby Watch uh, soon for that. Congratulations to those. Um, to him and his family, um, very emotional in victory lane. You know, he's he stepped back from the Cup Series to win, and he's been successful in the Truck Series. You put him in a KBM truck. He's my pick to win the championship, as we mentioned before the season, for that reason, and he got it done, but very emotional in there and well-deserved by him and that team. Yeah, he beat the boss. You know, the boss was on his, on his tail and, uh, you know, with, with Kyle's same equipment, and he pulled away from him. You know, even Kyle had just a little bit of flur out on that rear, uh, right, uh, left rear. But, uh, yeah, he beat the boss, and he well-deserved it. That was the fastest truck. Yep, the fastest truck won that race uh, on uh, Friday night. Yep, so as you mentioned, Kyle was second, Austin Hill third, Friesen, Crafton, uh, Zane Smith, Grand Enfinger, Parker Kligerman, Eckes, and Rhodes round out your top ten there. Um Pretty good race. Got a little rough there in the final stage, but good racing. Yeah. You know, some guys use the apron. You know, Austin Hill ain't afraid to go down on the apron. And, hey, how about freezing? I mean, he was in the uh, top five all the time in, in all the stages, and he comes home on a fourth-place finish. That's that's the best run for him by far so far uh, in this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a, a nice job pointing that out, Mark, because that's a, that's a big thing too, because freezing a few years ago, you know, in, in the Chevy was up front, switched to Toyota, didn't have a uh, great season last year. Now it's looking like they're maybe coming back to it a little bit. Yeah, my my pick for that race was Johnny Sauter, and it just like, man, he just couldn't seem to – he was in a hornet's nest all night and never could get track position, and, you know, it was <laughs> it is what it is when it came to Johnny. Yeah, mine was Austin Hill there, so I pick up a point on you. That ties us up. We'll see. Uh, how the rest of the weekend here went in a little bit. Uh, but now we're joined by rising NASCAR star, Derek Krause. Derek, thanks for joining again. How you doing today, buddy? Good. How are you guys? Hey, Derek, how are you? Where are you at uh, these days right now? Uh, actually, I'm out in California right now. We're going to uh, work on some multi bill and shop in California and uh, we're working on something for next weekend. Oh, awesome. Awesome to hear. Uh, well, let's recap your race here out in Las Vegas. It was a race last year where you saw some success until late. Unfortunately, this time something happened early to your truck. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, we were running, I don't know what, 10th or 11th, 3rd, 8th. 
I felt like we had a good good drop. I mean, we're catching almost in our face. Run, run them down and then just something electrical or something with the fuel went out and it just shut off. And I was able to, luckily I was able to close it back to the pits and got looked at by the guys at Omar and then just eventually it started back up and uh, kind of took off and then eight laps down at that point. So our race was kind of over. So then we just kind of went out there and learned as much as we could and just tried to stay Last down, so then if there was people that wrecked out, we were able to uh, get those positions. And uh, luckily enough, we were, were able to have a few people wreck, so we were able to get some spots. So we didn't finish last, so I guess that's good. And we were able to get as much points as we possibly could. Did they ever figure out what happened there? Um, No. Uh, that's kind of a frustrating part right now, but once. Once the truck gets back to the shop, they'll be able to plug the ECU in and uh, figure out what, what was actually wrong with it, and uh, then we'll go from there. So once when you end up eight laps down, do you uh, does it turn into a test session, or are you uh, like experiment on stuff, or, or are you just trying to see exactly what kind of setup you had and how it would work that night? Um, I mean, it kind of turns into a test session, like you said. Uh, we kind of just Went in there. We didn't want to tear the truck up. The truck was clean, so that's that's one plus looking at it. And another plus we can look at it is we had, I feel like we had a pretty fast turn of Tundra, so that was that was good. I feel like we could have easily finished inside inside the top ten, and I uh, had a good point today, and would have been able to get some stage points. But uh, that's that's racing, and nights like those are the nights that uh, make you love what you do, right? Yeah, you looked really good early. Then the unfortunate thing happens. But after that, you were able to stay eight laps down, and there were some incidents uh, as the race went on that allowed you to pick up a, a few more points, as you just said. So every point is, is crucial. So keeping uh, your head high here after something like that, you and your team. Yeah, for sure. Luckily enough, it's early in the season. So, I mean, we're only three races into the races that we have before the chase. So, um, we'll just have to go to Atlanta. We'll have to start a little bit deep, so we'll have to dig ourselves out of a little hole there. But uh, I feel like we'll have a good truck there. Uh, I get some stage points. Uh, if we can get to the front to the first stage, that'd be good. And uh, stay up there, stay up there the whole race. How did the um, the issue get fixed there? Did someone look under? You said someone looked under a hood there. Did they adjust something? Was it resetting the ECU? What eventually happened where it got the truck back going? I actually, I mean, they were just looking at stuff, plugging stuff, making sure everything was tight, and then they told me to start it back up, and I tried firing it and started once, then fell on its face, and then it started and stayed running. So uh, there really wasn't nothing that was, like, eye-opening that was wrong with it, so... Uh, once they get back to the shop, they'll be able to plug these in, like I said, and then uh, we'll be able to figure the problem out. You know, I've seen some in-car camera shots there, and that track looks so wicked bumpy. Is that true? Do you really feel the bumps in, on that track at Vegas? Um, yeah, especially going on, there's bumps. Not as bad as some places, but uh, there's definitely, definitely quite a few bumps, and that's one of the key to getting around that place is make sure your truck can get through the bumps and uh, make sure it, it's stable and bumps don't get loose or hit the, anything like that. Looking forward going to Atlanta in two weeks' time here, a place, uh, again, where you had some success. You end up finishing seventh uh, there last year. Uh, has, has to have you thinking that you can have another good run this year. Uh, yeah, Atlanta's Atlanta kind of uh, kind of reminds me of like State Park up in Wisconsin. It just has no grip, and the tire fall off is is crazy. I mean, we fall off close to three seconds, a little bit more than three seconds. So, I mean, that's that's a lot, and just kind of saving your tires and kind of gotta have a long run car there. So, uh, we'll hopefully prepare for it as much as we can, and uh, just stay patient the first couple first couple laps, and then once. Once everything starts single fouling out, that's when we can start making moves and uh, going towards the front. 
how do you prepare for a place like Atlanta where you, you just said no grip, anything like that? How do you prepare differently uh, for a place like that? Uh, just the truck set up differently. I mean, the driver, myself, I really just kind of kind of got to watch and watch races from the previous season. <laughs> Hey, I noticed that uh, Hunter Nation has come on board as a new sponsor. Uh, tell us what they're all about. Hunter Nation is one of our, one of the sponsors' sons, actually, and he's higher up in Hunter Nation, and they were one of them that helped, helped get the wolf hunt in Wisconsin, so that, that's good, and it was really cool to have a kind of a Wisconsin-based company on the, on the truck, and uh, the truck looked good, or what I thought it looked really good, so that's good, and I uh, wish we were able to uh, get them a little bit better of finish, but uh, they're on the truck for a few more races this year, so uh, hopefully we'll be able to get them a better finish on those races. Who will be on the truck for Atlanta? Uh, Napa will be. Okay, okay. Okay, Nice. Uh, well, your your trucks always look sharp there. Uh, what races are Hunter Nation coming back for? Do you know that? Um, this race, and then Pocono's one of them, and then there is three more, I believe. I'm not quite sure off the top of my head which tr- which races they are, but I know they're on for a total of five races, and uh, I'm looking forward to them. Uh, you said you're out in California uh, preparing for something this com- this coming week. Is it going to be uh, something like uh, K&N or just preparing at the shop with them uh, going forward for Atlanta? Um, I don't know what it's going to be announced, but the, it's for the for the race coming up here in Phoenix. So uh, we're trying to put a car together and hopefully have a go going going to have a good run there and. Uh, just learn as much as I can going to different going to different tracks and preparing for a track like Phoenix where at the end of the year we kick the truck is uh, really good for me and really crucial for myself to learn as much as I can. What kind of vehicle would that be that you're going to be driving over at Phoenix? Uh, an ARCA car. So now we'll have to watch Mav TV because you're going to be in the race Friday night, huh? Yep. Yeah, Mav. It'll be on Mav TV. Awesome. Well, we'll uh, we'll look forward to that. It'll be a great experience uh, for you, as you just said, in Phoenix. Being an important race these years with it being the championship race, so it'll be great to get you back out there. Yeah, for sure. It'll give me, give me some seat time before we go there in the truck, and I can learn as much full of dark car and uh, just be there and coming out, so I'll be able to work with him a little bit and build that relationship a little better and everything will be good being able to get some more laps and more seat time awesome well hey we'll we'll let you go there uh sorry to see your luck out at uh las vegas this week but we'll look forward to seeing you rebound in atlanta and and thank you so much for your time we can't thank you enough for that so good luck uh here in a few weeks and have fun at phoenix yeah thank you thanks for having me again yep good luck derek man make it count see you later man Yep, see uh, let's move on to the Xfinity series. Uh, Austin Sindrick dominates stage one, although Justin Haley came on at the end and did catch him. Uh, that was pretty impressive. Hemrick led a few laps as well, but Sindrick wins. Haley, Hemrick, Almendinger, Brandon Jones, Annette, Allgaier, Gregson, Herbst, and Ty Dillon round out the top ten there in stage one. Yeah, last week's winner, number two, he got front-end damage, you know, uh, when he was coming on pit road and that just absolutely messed up his day. So it was, uh, but otherwise pretty much uneventful, um, uneventful first stage. Um, boy, Hemrick sure showed that he had a fast race car all day, man. Oh, he sure did. Uh, early in stage two, then Cindric has a left rear tire go down. He tries to let the field go by so he could enter off of turn four. Just couldn't get it rolled up enough. He has to go around. That was going to cost him a ton of time. He did lose a lap, but while this whole thing was going on, Ty Dillon got loose and spins. He collapsed Herbst. Uh, Ty Dillon was heavily damaged. Herbst was done for the day. 
but that kind of saved Cindric from going down an additional second lap. And some people are saying, how did Cindric get the free pass and pit early? Because there's a penalty with that. And there's clarification on that. It's if the free pass car is under penalty at the time of caution, they don't get the free pass. But if the free pass car incurs a penalty under caution, which is exactly what happened, it gets the free pass but has to start with the other penalty cars. So there's some clarification on that. Yikes. Okay. That took a little bit to explain that. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I kind of understand that. And then, uh, you know, I had Herbs, you know, I picked him for the race. And uh, I could see how that uh, right front just took a, took a beating there. And I actually threw my pen at the TV just like, really? And uh, hmm, I had a few other things to say, too, but we'll keep it clean here. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, then uh, Sieg spins and gets destroyed by the grass again. And here's an I just have in my notes. Can we get rid of this grass? And even Kurt Busch said it on there. Let's get rid of this. This keeps happening. And in fact, Mark, did you see the splitter was stuck in the grass? It dug in so much that it stayed there. Unbelievable. It- yeah, <laughs> kind of remind you of a boomerang, but it was just buried right in the ground. Yeah, this, this grass has got to go. There's so many people complaining about it, and there's got to be something. I know they talk about drainage and stuff like that, but uh, technology should be able to do something about that. So, But, yeah, just once again, the grass wins and destroys another car. And that is that is my rant for the weekend. You You've said a few times things. Get rid of the grass. I'm sick of talking about cars getting destroyed by the grass. Or like Dale Jr. would say, get rid of the splitter. It's just annoying talking about it all the time. We'll move on. Uh, Daniel Hemrick wins stage two. Almendinger, Algeyer, Brandon Jones, Moffitt, Annette Gregson, Harrison Burton, Brown, and Sindrick comes back to finish inside the top ten there. Yeah, so... And then, uh, you know, stage two, we got over with Then We went to stage three, and, man, we had a lot of green flag lap races, man. It, it kind of just got into a long green flag and uh, uh, good coming and going racing there, man. It was good stuff. I really enjoyed the, the start of the, the stage three. Yeah, I agree. Uh, how about the battle between Haley, Annette, and Harrison Burton? That was good stuff. There was a, another battle that was going on. Brandon Brown, Noah Gregson, and Justin Allgaier. Uh, really close racing and good battles back and forth there for multiple laps. Really good stuff. Yep, there was all kinds of good racing on. You got to enjoy that stuff, man, because, you know, wherever they pointed the camera, there was some battles going on. So, yeah, good racing right there. And then uh, what a save by Harrison Burton. He went to block Cindric and the bump draft went wrong. Caution did come out. Harrison saved it. Uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on that in a second because you've had some issue with the caution more than I have. I have no problem with this one. Again, when you see a Kai go that out of control, you're, you know, you have your spotters, you only have to throw the caution. Um, but Sindrick said there's only so many times you can get blocked by the same guy, and that meaning Harrison Burton. So, uh, boy, is there a rivalry brewing up there between two guys who, you know, I have Harrison Burton winning the championship, I believe. I definitely expect him in the top four. Sindrick should be there as well. Is there a rivalry brewing here between two front runners? I think they were both surprised that he actually lost it. Uh, they were on a straightaway, kind of entering turn one, and it was just kind of weird how all of a sudden the 20 just just got lost and did a power slide. I, I totally agreed with that caution. I had no problem with that. The one that I did have a problem with was back on lap 73 when uh, Haley half spun down going down into turn three, and he corrected it and kept right on going, and a, a caution flew there, and I just like, huh. And, but they went off the commercial break and they didn't, you know, he slid through the camera angle and then it was over with him. And, but I didn't think that should have been a caution. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still uh, chapped a little bit about the way the cautions fly, but um, I'll get over it. I'll be all right. Well, it, I could be wrong on this. There was at one point where they threw a caution and I thought of you right away that uh, people didn't think the caution should be thrown and there was reports of fluid on the track. So I'm wondering if that was back on lap 73, as you just said, I'm not exactly certain on that, but maybe that was the reason. Just just some information for you and some uh, listeners out there. Uh, coming back to green here, Ty Dillon stayed out due to not having any tires left. That was starting to be an issue throughout the three series, how many tires are left. Uh, lap later, Ty crowds Brett Moffitt. Caution happened. Ty Dillon's spotter said that his radio died. Ty Dillon was like, what happened there? He had no clue a guy was out there. Um, 
just a lack of experience from the spot or two. I forget his name, but he's up there kind of newer. Does a great job, but um, the bat- battery died at the wrong time. Yeah, but, you know, I think they have mirrors in that race car for a reason. <laughs> so maybe he should use them. Um, I'm a little sore on Ty, um, Ty Dillon this week. Um, I just kind of like – I thought that was – kind of like a bad incident too. And they said he's only racing one more race in that Talladega. And I, I wrote on my notes, thank God. But uh, he uh, he needs to perform better if he wants to uh, get quality uh, quality race cars to race in. Well, uh, I'm going to – I'm in a different spot than you are. And, again, maybe it's just <laughs> my personality coming out here. Ty, I, I like Ty Dillon. I think he's doing great. He – Unfortunately, hasn't gotten the sponsorship to race with his brother and his grandpa, and he's having a little bit of a hard road to take. He's in great equipment with Joe Gibbs Racing, had some great races with them uh, at the Daytona, uh, big track there. Um, you know, unfortunately, didn't have, hasn't had the finishes that you would think, but has ran well. And, you know, there was an instance in this one where he has damage. So luck just isn't on his side. He's made a few mistakes there. Maybe there's a lot of pressure on him, but I I cut him a break for that. Yes, there's mirrors in the car, but when you're going that fast, um, even when you're looking in your mirror, though, if you're if you know over those bumps or something, and the car just pivots a little bit and the steering wheel goes, that could cause that incident. So I'm giving Ty Dillon a break there. Um, that's just me though. AJ Allmendinger goes on to win the race again. Very emotional. Says. He wants to win for Matt Colley every week. He got him back into this full-time. He's having a ton of fun. Chris Rice as well. All the ladies and men at Colley Grayson, he thanked. Uh, Hemrick was second again um, for the eighth time in his career. He's been so close, man. I, I'm looking forward to when he wins, and he will win. Uh, Brandon Jones, Sindrick, Gregson, Annette, Barry, Haley, Harrison Burton and Jeff Burton finished out the top 10 there, but it was cool to see all the emotion coming from AJ. He, he said another thing that he said, he never knows, you know, you never know is this your last one. So he treasures it. it's a very cool victory lane there. Yeah. What, what's not to like with AJ? I mean, he's a, he's pretty cool dude, you know, um, looking at the top 10, Hey, that Josh Berry pulls up another, another top 10, you know, gets a seventh. That's very, very impressive. You know, um, Boy, when Noah Gregson, when that race started, thought, holy smokes, the way he came through the uh, through the pack, thought that was going to be the guy that uh, that was going to be the beat. He got a top five. Cindric, what a recover from that flat tire and still come back and get a fourth place. <laughs> That's very impressive also. Yeah, and you see guys like the JGR guys, Harrison Burton ran well, had that incident with Cindric. Brandon Jones was very strong. Hemrick was very strong. Uh, they had good days. Let's. Uh, you mentioned Michael Lynette there. Uh, his father passed away a few days ago and he went out and ran this race. So the uh, uh, condolences and everyone out to that family and, and friends, uh, very tough situation to deal with. Great to see him run well at Las Vegas after uh, a tough week for him. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it was a tough week. Hey, Jeff Burton uh, um, got a penalty because uh, the gas, the gas cans ended up going out of pit road and he got penalized and ended up going to the back and him, him to come back with such short time and get a top 10 was pretty cool too. So all in all, good Xfinity race, a um, lot of good action, a lot of good racing that was on there. Um, yep. Good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mark, uh, recapping our picks there for the Xfinity series. Uh, I had Noah Gregson, you had Riley Herbst, so I pick up another point there. Yeah, that's why I threw my pen at the TV when he uh, Herbst got taken out of all places. So that's why I got kind of frustrated uh, with that whole deal, with that incident out of turn two there. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. They're all in good fun, though. Uh, you know, we talked about Ty Dillon a little bit earlier, and he just released his own podcast or – interview with himself i'm not exactly sure what he's uh, exactly doing there but uh i listened to that whole thing and you know what it it's why i kind of have the personality i do that we talked about earlier about um you know giving guys a break understanding because some people just want to view athletes and race car drivers included as superheroes they should be you know the professional drivers but 
you never know what anyone's going through. And that Ty Dillon interview, it's named uh, Today I Quit or something similar to that. Go give that a listen, fans. And uh, it may give you a different perspective on uh, what you're thinking about professional athletes and race car drivers. It was uh, He was very emotional about it, very honest, uh, but it was a great listen. Yeah, I know you sent that to me, and I ended up getting busy right after I started listening to it. So, uh, yeah, I'll look forward to that, man. I, I didn't have to have a chance to listen to that. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of critical on him this last week, so it'll be interesting what that interview is all about. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought about you when I when I heard that right away. I know you were just frustrated because of the Herb Steele and, and all of that. And, you know, that's why we have this platform, to be honest, what we're thinking at that moment. So um, that's all right. Let's transition into the Cup Series there, the race on Sunday. Uh, what a crazy first lap. Three wide for the lead. William Byron comes out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, I say nowhere. He was in the first two rows there to, to take the lead on the first lap there. Uh, Chase Elliott got some damage when they pit. He got trapped in his pit box because it was too deep. Um, said it was pretty slick coming in. He was the leader at that point. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, when you're talking about nowhere, how about uh, how about Kevin Harvick? Uh, maybe they should have really uh, anchor in. Uh, unbelievable. He always seems to dominate there, and uh, wow, struggle for Harvick. Uh, kind of kind of unbelievable how that uh, race went for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, there's some question marks there, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Brad Kozlowski goes on to win stage one. Chase Elliott, Blaney, Hamlin, Bowman, Christopher Bell, Byron, Benedetto, Logano, and Truex are your top ten there. The racing was spectacular early, and it went on for the whole race, Mark. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, when you talk about getting critical about people, how about Bubba, Bubba Wallace? Uh, you know, he just ended up with an oil leak, you know, and, and not a fault of his own. But, you know, when it comes to the results, you know, later on, and everybody's going to point a finger at that, you know, uh, that it's a mechanical deal and it's uh, um, kind of a bad deal for him. Hey, uh, one thing I want to ask is uh, when they came in for their pit after that stage race, the nine had a dented skirt on the outside and they ended up pounding that out. How did that get damaged? Yeah, it had some, I don't know exactly how it did. I think something happened with the jack there or something. I'm not exactly sure, but that was the damage I was talking about. It was it was significant. <laughs> well, yeah, it absolutely affected the car, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was kind of dominant in that first stage there, um, and uh, that certainly affected him. Yeah, that's for sure. But, boy, uh, uh, Kyle Larson, man, <laughs> Wow, he had that car going. And how about that paint scheme? That looked like Ricky Hendrick's old uh, old paint scheme from way back when. That kind of brought back some memories with that five car. Yeah, I said that right away, too. How cool of a, a paint scheme was that, too, um, in the colors to match uh, Ricky Hendrick's uh, paint scheme there from back in the early 2000s. You know, the, the green and black one that he's been running with that um, other Hendrick company on the hood is it's the same paint scheme so people are saying wow that looks like ricky hendrick just different colors they match the colors in las vegas and uh it was spectacular and fast it sure was fast <laughs> yeah yep yeah uh, <laughs> incredible hey did you uh did you see the fans there that were dressed as dale earnhardt and richie richard petty <laughs> Actually, I did not. I did not see that. I don't know how I missed that, but uh, you know, I guess you caught something there. Oh man, you got to go and see that. That was uh, that was awesome. Uh, Kyle. Speaking of Kyle Larson, Kyle Larson goes on and wins stage two. Kozlowski, Hamlin, Byron, Blaney, Bowman, Bell, Truex, Kyle Busch, and Chase Elliott round out the top ten. Yeah. So. Uh, Keselowski, he said he would have dominated the race if it wasn't for that five car. <laughs> so he was fast all day, too. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Uh, you know, Chase Elliott spun after getting loose and got some front-end damage there. He ended up hitting Kurt Busch as he as he spun. Uh, I believe it was Kurt Busch anyway. And, uh, man, he was one of the best cars all day. And, you know, you talk about the damage affecting him a little bit early with the skirt on the right side. That certainly hurt. 
Yeah, but wow, amazing how he did a 360, he saved it, nobody tagged him, and he just went on his way. But uh, um, a good, uh, good wheel man there. He uh, nice save from him. No doubt. Uh, Almirola cuts a tire and slams the wall. He had to go to the garage. There's the thing, Stuart Haas Racing we're talking about, not very strong. Almirola's had a couple of bad races. Custer's been okay. Harvick's okay, but not up to the standards that we're used to for Stuart Haas Racing. It's amazing how a car won't turn when it's sitting on the skirt on a, you know, on a rail like that. It just drove forward and just pummeled the wall. So, yeah, bad deal for uh, Almirola. Boy, you know, there was so many tire uh, strategies that were going on, and it showed just how much uh, newer tires really mattered there at that bumpy, uh, slowly getting to be a worn-out racetrack out there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, it was interesting, to say the least, there. Uh, the, as we mentioned, the racing was spectacular. You're talking about on those restarts through three, four, five wide on the backstretch. Just amazing. The package looked to be really good at Las Vegas. Yeah, for sure. Hey, did you, uh, did you catch that was 16 to go when, uh, on the 48 Bowman decided that he had a cut tire and he, he turned left and he went right in front of the 38 and Alfredo, I don't know how, oh man, if he would have pummeled him, that would have been a nasty wreck. He just got by just a, a close incident. Yeah, Jeff Gordon, he just kind of screamed over, wow, did you see that? And it was it was closer than what you think. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bowman was turning in, and he heard it at the last second from his spotter. He tugged just slightly to the right to let Alfredo by. That would have been bad that would have been really really bad uh bowman got a penalty from that because he ended up missing the box uh or the the uh yeah the box to enter pit road so he had to come back down um man that was close if you listen to radioactive too uh anthony alfredo is sponsored by dude wipes and he gets over on the radio and says uh i need a dude wipe (laughs) Maybe two, huh? yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. yeah, two for good measure. Um, uh, again, speaking of Kyle Larson, he goes on and wins the race at Las Vegas. Keslowski second, Kyle Busch, Hamlin, Blaney, Truex Jr., Christopher Bell, Byron Logano, and Eric Jones comes back with the top ten. Uh, great race uh, for those guys. You know, Kyle Busch was getting better and better as that race uh, race went on, but uh, ran out of laps on there. Um, sure looks like Gibbs has got their act together at that racetrack, man. They all got a top seven on all four of them. So, <laughs> yep. So, but otherwise, the five car was the dominant one, and Kazalowski just didn't uh, just didn't have the have it at the end. So, yep. Kudos to Kyle Larson. Good good stuff. I understand he picked up two new sponsors, but haven't had a chance of find out who that is, but I heard through the grapevine he got two brand new sponsors, so that helps with the win, too. Yeah, and you know, I was trying to think of a word to describe this moment for Kyle Larson. I don't want to say he redeemed himself because there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh, He's done tremendous work after he made that terrible mistake. Uh, But, you know, it, you know, it, it, he's a great racer and he's a good person and he's done a lot of the work to correct the mistake or at least you know, along those lines, correct the mistake. And uh, you even saw a lot of people in the garage from Bubba Wallace came up to him after the race as he uh, he was proud of him, uh, all the work he's done. You saw a lot of uh, Bill Lester on social media congratulated him. Uh, there's still some work to be done there, but uh, you can tell that even people in the African-American community really appreciate the work that he's done and uh, all of that coming back forward. Well, it's a, it's a learning experience too, you know, and everybody grew from it and they learned from it and that, that's the experience. And, and I'm a believer of uh, second chances, you know, as long as um, people learn their lesson from their mistakes, we all make them. And so, uh, um, yeah, good for him. So we'll uh, carry on and uh, we'll head off to Phoenix, man. Yeah, absolutely. Mark, and you had Kevin Harvick, who you just previously mes- uh, mentioned, did not have a very good race. Uh, I had Joey Logano. He finished ninth, so I pick up another point on you. So what's the score now, buddy? I, I, I'm uh, falling behind. It's uh, I'm, I'm in a slump right now. If I did my math correctly just off the top of mine, I think I'm up three. And we still haven't decided what the bet is all about yet, so 
but I'm sure it's gonna it's gonna uh, probably uh, involve beer. I'll have it that way for sure somehow. Maybe a beer truck or something like that. Well, hey, I got thinking about this the other day. Let me know what you think about this. Uh, how about we do a regular season champion and a playoff champion, just like how NASCAR does it. The regular season champion has to pay for the ticket to Winchester. All right. Yeah, and you're on. Handshake. Handshake. And then how about the? we'll figure out the playoff champion. It'll be uh, just as big, if not bigger. All right. Yeah. Like maybe tickets to the Daytona 500. Ooh. 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 <laughs> How big do you want to get? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Well, we'll have to figure that out because then it's like, do we can, do we, uh, is it just the playoffs? Is it going to be the whole season? We got to figure some things out, but at least we got the regular season champion uh, figured out here. We'll figure out the playoffs for all the fans out there too. All right, so I got to get off this slump, man. I got to get going. So you know, get, no, you don't. So Brandon Jones, Brandon Jones, and Logano, man, cheer him on. Here we go. We're gonna get back into the game here. Yeah, you don't have to get off that slump. That's okay. Huh. Okay. Um, let's talk about Phoenix going forward. We have the uh, Xfinity race coming up here on Saturday. Uh, the trucks are off this week. Uh, so the Xfinity and Cup Series, Xfinity Saturday, Cup Sunday. Uh, Mark, for the Xfinity Series, Phoenix, 430 Central on FS1. My pick for that will be Justin Allgaier. Oh, boy, he's had he's had a lot of bad luck, but uh, Phoenix is, is a place that he could actually turn that around. He's usually a good runner there, so that's a good pick by you. Hey, I'll take, uh, I'll take somebody that's been uh, – running there really well too. I'll take a Brandon Jones. Um, you know, Cendric would be the easy pick there, but I'll take Brandon Jones and uh, see if he can beat all guy. Maybe I, I got to get a point back. I've lost uh, a few weeks to you here, so I got to get to straighten back out here. Well, that's to be expected, you know, but uh, <laughs> uh, who, hmm. who do you got for the cup series? You know, there's another one where you could pick about seven, eight different guys, but I am going to I'm going to take Joey Logano. I think it's he's due, and I think uh, that's uh, going to be the place he can uh, turn his season around a little bit too. That's a good pick by you. I thought a lot about that. There's been a lot of chatter, especially today. Looking forward to the weekend uh, about Joey Logano and the Penske cars doing well out uh, in Phoenix. I am going to go with a little bit of a surprise pick here. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick. Even though Stuart Haas Racing has not performed up to the level they're used to, I think going to the short track package, even though it's probably an intermediate track there, you'd say, with it being a mile, um, I think Kevin Harvick will redeem himself and uh, have a good race there on Sunday. And that's – oh, go ahead. Uh, he's uh doesn't he have like 15 15 races straight in the top 10 it's not a record at a track but it's it's up there and yeah there's uh, 15 10 in a rows for him so yeah that's a good pick by you by harvick yes 15 in a row i think the most ever is dale earnhardt at north wilkesboro with 18 if i'm not mistaken so this could be number 16 at phoenix for harvick uh yeah i think i think they're gonna rebound that race is sunday 2.30 Central on Fox. On Fox, and the weather looks good. Um, the ARCA race is running Friday night. Um, with Derek Krause is going to be there. Uh, the weather might be a little iffy on Friday, uh, but the ARCA race is on MAV-TV Friday night if you have MAV-TV. And so, uh, but otherwise, the weather looks, uh, it looks really good, uh, amazingly. Because uh, the out by Denver and out there, they're going to get like three feet of snow out that way this weekend. They're going to have a crippling snowstorm out there, but it's going to miss the Arizona area, and they're going to get some racing in this weekend. So cool stuff. Yep, we look forward to another good weekend there, and uh, be sure to watch out for us on social media, Double L Sports Network on Facebook and Twitter. That's spelled L L Sports Network. Uh, we have a interview coming up with Rich Bickle here that we will be releasing on Sunday. You'll definitely want to tune into that. Uh, what a great interview. Yeah, yeah, it was good talking to Rich again. So, yeah, we'll uh, 
everybody should enjoy that. So tune in. And hey, another thing that's really got my interest too that um, is the the news that's coming out of Nashville that they're working on the fairgrounds down there. You know, and I I got to spend a vacation down there and and we got rained out at the national anthem and that place owes me a race down there but i want to go back there so bad and uh it sounds like the the mayor and and they're going to do some uh um, upgrading they've got some they got some money lined up to actually upgrade the place i i hear fans in the neighborhood ain't too happy but um there's some good news and good stuff that i'm hearing from nashville man so it's, it's got my attention Yeah, actually, Dale Jr. was part of the group that went down when the mayor signed that letter of intent. It's not necessarily saying that racing is going to come back, but it's a step in the right direction. Uh, You're right. The fans that live in the area are a little skeptical of what's going on, but there's a lot of talks. And if you listen to the Dale Jr. download, you'll notice this. Uh, He talks about and he says there already talks about how to keep the noise down there. Uh, So they're thinking about these things all the time, but certainly a right step in the right direction to be in Nashville. And Dale Jr.'s opinion, and I totally agree with him on this, is we need to be racing in Nashville. It's a huge market there that needs to be tapped back into. And with the banquet being there for the foreseeable future, uh, to be at the fairgrounds. I know they're going to the Nashville Super Speedway. That's good, too. But to be back at the fairgrounds, so historic would be that next step of being in that market and it would be awesome yeah you know from where we were last year and they were talking about uh, soccer stadium and they were going to just kind of do away with the track and everything just like a a bummer there's so much history that's at Nashville you know you'd hate to see that go away and and it's really refreshing to say hey it's actually getting pointed back to the right direction so I'm I'm rather excited about the news I'm really paying attention to it and and if uh Anybody gets a chance in Nashville, man, <laughs> you got to go to the fairgrounds. That's a really cool place, man. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to going down there and seeing the race someday soon. Absolutely. As am I. I, uh, I have that on the bucket list. I'm not a country music fan, but I would go for racing and have the whole experience. I think that would be pretty cool. Oh, if I get you down on Broadway down there at the Honky Tonks, man, you probably would walk away and say, there's a lot of talent that goes on downtown Nashville, man. That is just one of my favorite towns to go to. We had a, a weekend half vacation here two years ago and just love Nashville and uh, really a fun place to go. So, yeah, throwing a good speedway at the a good race at the uh, at the fairgrounds and uh, and that would be uh, quite the quite the vacation down there, man. Absolutely. We'll plan on doing that at some point in the near future. Well, Mark, thanks for uh, coming again, coming on again. And uh, hey, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, we will, man. Uh, yep. Phoenix this weekend. Looking forward to it. So, yep. We'll see you later, man. See ya. Yes, sir. This has been a production of Double L Sports Network. Hope you all enjoyed it. And thank you for listening.